OCD can be hard to understand as an adult. So you can just imagine that having OCD as a child is just even more difficult. Well, how do children deal with OCD and how does it show? My name's Kate and I'm gonna answer those questions coming up. All you have to do is slide into my DX. I was diagnosed with OCD as a child at either age 11 or 12, I don't remember, but I had it as a child. And I remember the difficulty in understanding and expressing what was going through my mind. I didn't w understand why I was so concerned with things. I had hoarding obsessions and I wanted to hold on to stuff and I wanted to keep things even and right. And no one else had that problem and I didn't know what to do about it. I, I kept it hidden. I kept it hidden from my family and it was just overall very difficult to have at that time in my life. Even though I felt very much alone, I wasn't alone. Many children have OCD, children and teens. Estimated about one in 200 in the US have OCD and it's still very much treatable. It just has to be treated in a different way because as a child in the psychological development, they don't necessarily understand what's going on in their own head. How does OCD manifest itself in children? Well, it's still very similar to that in adults. There's still concerns about contamination, needs for symmetry, worrying about religious obsessions, uh, lucky and unlucky numbers, uh, sometimes sexual thoughts, or hurting themselves or harm coming to other relatives, and just ideas and intrusive sounds or words that they have. And it shows in the same where there's uh, washing hands a lot, going in and out of doorways, uh, touching things a certain way, rearranging objects, uh, praying, and hoarding. The thing is though, is that the children, while sometimes, yes, they may have the fear of uh, their mom or dad getting in an accident or someone getting hurt or them getting sick, oftentimes the compulsions arrive, especially the checking and things like that, where it's just a matter of just things feeling right. Because with children, they often lack the awareness of their disorder and that consciousness that an adult can have, where the understanding that their thoughts are irrational, whereas a child just might be frightened by the thoughts that they have. And that's just something, you know, psychological development that comes with age and understanding that adult has that a child necessarily doesn't. And that's really just kind of from the age group of that OCD shows up in, in children. It can show up as early as age five, um, but generally it's diagnosed between the ages of seven to 12. This lack of awareness or understanding of the thoughts in the child's head uh, can cause treatment to be a little bit different because with an adult, even though yes, rationalizing with the disorder doesn't necessarily work, uh, with the cognitive behavioral therapy with an adult, you can 
go deeper into those uh, underlying fears and uh, obsessions that a child can't necessarily express. However, that's not to say that CBT doesn't work for children because it actually does and it's shown to be very effective for children uh, compared to medication. Although medication is sometimes used in certain cases, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy is just as much or more effective. Like with people that have autism, it's just a matter of changing the language with a child in doing CBT and understanding, helping them to understand what's going on in their head. Exposure response prevention is also effective. You know, it is a part of CBT, but for children, it can still be used. And it's still that getting the child okay with the anxiety and habituating them and helping them to understand that uh, bad things won't necessarily happen despite what their anxiety or obsessions might be telling to tell them otherwise. Because children, uh, they have a difficulty in expressing what's going on in their head, and especially in the case of when they have OCD, it can be hard to know if they have OCD. Uh, the main ways to tell is uh, through visual compulsions. And now, of course, some children and just people that have OCD, um, they might have more mental compulsions rather than physical ones. And so it can be hard to tell. But if you do notice some uh, physical compulsions, like uh, touching things a certain way or constantly uh, rearranging stuff, that could be a sign of OCD. Other signs a child might have OCD is it takes place in the fact that OCD can very much interfere with a life. And so if the child's struggling with homework or just school in general, um, it could be the OCD is causing a distraction, um, especially if compulsions are taking up a lot of time. But it could also be seen that the child just is frustrated and angry. And, you know, that can arise from the fact that they don't know how to express what's going on. They don't know how to explain what's happening in their head and the thoughts that they're having. Uh, so they might have tantrums or just be angry and lash out in some cases. But if you have a child that you think might have OCD or something similar, the best case, the best option, the best thing that you can do for them is seek professional help. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what you can do as a parent if you think that your child has OCD or if they've been diagnosed with OCD. Um, like I said just before the break, the best thing to do, first of all, is to get professional help to see if the child has OCD and uh, to get a diagnosis. And this diagnosis would come from a child and adolescent psychiatrist or psychologist or a therapist that is trained specifically uh, in dealing with children and mental illness in children. And the best thing, honestly, would be to find someone that specifically has training with OCD, but sometimes in certain areas that's not always possible. Now, if your child has been diagnosed with OCD, what can you do to help them? First of all, uh, something that I want to say from personal experience, never try to treat it your own on your own. Don't try to uh, 
interfere with the compulsions purposefully or try to uh, just stop them from doing it because it's just not that easy and it can cause more anxiety and pain. Let a professional, uh, you know, maybe even guide you in what to do or, you know, how to properly help with exposure and response type prevention. And this really comes from my own experience. And I might have mentioned it before in a previous episode, but in my own case with my own parents, even though I had been diagnosed and I was on medication as a kid, they tried to help me in a sense. Of course, in my mind, I did not see it as helping. And the main way that they they helped was in dealing with my hoarding obsessions and compulsions. Although, you know, you could uh, argue that that was hoarding disorder separately, but I digress. What they did was when I kept things, um, especially, you know, they deemed it as trash or things they didn't need, they would throw it away. And that was traumatic as a child and not understanding my own sense of why I felt like I had to hold on to items. They would get angry with me for keeping things or uh, just make me feel bad in a way of keeping it that, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. Um, Imagine, you know, what life is going to be like. You're going to be like one of those hoarders and your house is going to be full of junk, uh, kind of guilting me into, you know, my future and what my future might be in trying to dissuade me from my compulsions. But that did not work. Instead, it caused a rift between me and my parents that, you know, honestly, it's still trying to repair to this day because it was so heartbreaking for me for them to so aggressively try to fix me. And yes, I know that my thoughts were irrational. I knew, or I don't know if I necessarily knew at the time, but I knew that's not what other people thought they had to do. I, you know, I hid my compulsions I didn't tell people what was going on, but for them to attempt to, you know, change me, even though, yes, I did need help, the way they went about it was just adding more anxiety and trauma than should have happened. And to be honest, I don't know if they realize what they did to me. I haven't necessarily been vocal about it, you know, you know, it's all my own thing. I need to work out, but they don't think they understood how painful it was for them to essentially see me as something that was broken. For all I know, they had good intentions. Uh, honestly, you wouldn't want a child to live that life of, of hoarding or having their compulsions, and you'd want to help them live a normal life. But that's not how you go about it. And you know, there may have been some sense of embarrassment. I actually remember them, I do remember them saying that I was embarrassing my brothers. And you know what? I was embarrassing myself. I was embarrassed of what I was doing. And a part of me, I remember even with that one specific time when they said, you know, you're embarrassing your brothers. I said, I don't care because I have to do those compulsions that anxiety is eating me inside and I can't help it. And that's key when dealing with a child that has OCD is to be patient because just as much as you dislike the OCD, your child hates it even more because they're the one that's having to deal with it. 
they're the one that it's in their head that they can't get rid of it's just constantly there the best thing you can do is to be supportive and try to understand because most likely your child feels incredibly isolated in their own head people don't openly talk about ocd Uh, kids are cruel at that age and to children that's an important time of you know wanting to fit in and so they hide their obsessions because they don't want to be seen as an outcast and so there's that inner isolation that they're absolutely feeling so being supportive and just being there to listen is crucial and even though i said don't treat the ocd yourself being active in treatment and helping your child with the help of a professional is very important as well because studies show that children that have family involvement in their treatment show better signs of of recovery and treatment is quicker and the last thing i want to say is while you do want to be supportive for your child get support for yourself because it can be overwhelming in trying to help the child especially the child is afraid of getting help and you know afraid of doing the exposure response and you know facing their fears head on because that's a hard thing to do as an adult so the child it can be hard for them to go about the treatment and you know it could be frustrating as a parent and you want help for yourself so you don't you know take it out on the child with so many children that have ocd you as a parent with a child with ocd you're not alone either there are other people that understand how hard it is well that's all for this episode uh hopefully maybe if you have a child with ocd this give you a little bit of help and you know some ideas of what you can do to help and you know be supportive of your child Uh, otherwise hopefully you just learn something new next episode i'm going to be talking about another form of treatment yes i talked about treatments uh for ocd a long time ago in early episodes but i'm going to talk about another form of treatment uh especially that of apps so you know smartphone app that can help with ocd and obsessions and compulsions so look forward to that episode if you enjoyed this one go ahead give it a share check me out on twitter and facebook as always thank you for listening and thanks for sliding into my dx